0: You know, God often uses the pressure of tribulation to separate the chaff from the wheat in our lives. Many, many things in life make us ask why. Maybe you're asking that right now. You can't understand. You don't know why something is happening in your life. Well, today I want to talk about Gideon. There was a lot of whys in his life, a lot of things that were hard to understand. But I'm telling you, it was through suffering that God was able to talk to Gideon. Let's just see about what it means to be chastened through suffering. I'm Rex Bullock, and this is Dayspring. Thanks for coming along and being with us today for this great worship service. This is
1: Dayspring. I'm Joe Alcorn, your program host. You know, my friend, the question is frequently asked, where is God in the midst of my trial? Or what's he trying to teach me? Well, today, Rex Bullock goes to the scripture and uses the life of Gideon to tell us why we're chastened through suffering. That's today's message title, Chastened Through Suffering. And it's next on Day Spring. But first, let's open the worship time with music.
2: I love you, Lord, today because you care for me in such a special way, and yes, I praise you. Thank you.
1: And in case you've just tuned our way, this is Spring, And you know, my friend, this month is prayer emphasis here on Spring, and Rex is coming to tell you more, and to tell you about a very special book that may help you in your walk with the Savior. Rex?
0: Well, so many things in our lives uh, are hard to really understand. There's a lot of things that uh, I can't really figure out, but you know, I have learned that prayer is one of the great keys to helping me through those times when understanding seems the most difficult thing in all the world. I, uh, I really believe that as you and I come to God as little children, as we simply ask, as we open our hearts to Him, you know what? He has something very special for all of us, and He is going to hear and answer our prayers. That's why we have Prayer Emphasis Month. I believe that prayer is uh, growing once again among God's people. I, I think it's on our lips, it's in our minds, it's in our hearts, and we're desperate, and we are beginning to know that we must have God, and we've got to have something from him and so uh this is a this is a very, very powerful avenue, and people are beginning to pray all around the world we're seeing mothers of preschool children we're seeing teenagers at at public school campuses gathering around flagpoles we're seeing concerts of prayer, we're seeing men's groups praying we're seeing women. How thrilling it really is! Now, today I'm going to be talking about an aspect of our prayer lives that uh, sometimes we don't really think about. But I I hope that you'll stay tuned. We're going to talk a little bit about suffering. I think you'll begin to understand more as we open this subject together. So I would encourage you to be around. A lovely book that I want to place in your hands it's really a book that goes along very much with what we're talking about in these days and that is uh, prayer this whole uh, area of prayer is so vast but i'm holding in my hand a copy of the book of hope and in it there are chapters that deal with god with who is jesus and who is the holy spirit and What is the hope of heaven? What does forgiveness mean? What about love? And then there's a great chapter on prayer. The Bible tells us don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. In this chapter, there are scripture passages that lead us to uh, prayer. There are insights for life. Just some things that you will find extremely helpful, so claim your copy today of the Book of hope, and don't forget to dial our toll-free telephone number and record your prayer request. We have a very special prayer line set up, and scores of people are going to be praying together for you and for your need and I hope that you will do that today that's one eight hundred seven eight three three two. Nine seven. Let's pray. Let's join together in prayer and make this time a great uplifting time as God's children banding together to believe Him for answers to our every need.
1: Well, thank you, Rex. Say, hey, listening friend, I do hope you'll order your personal copy of the Book of Hope. And as you read it, I know you'll be filled with an exciting new sense of purpose and direction for your life. Ask for the Book of Hope as you share a love gift with Day Spring, And we remind you, once again, that it's your love gifts and your prayerful support that keep this broadcasting going around the world, teaching God's standard for holy living. We look to hear from you this week. And by the way, we have a new mailing address, so please make note of it and write it down. Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon 97238. That's P.O. Box 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. And also, you can order by our toll-free telephone number. It's 1-800-783-DAYS. It's 1-800-783-DAYS. Well, following our music selection today, plan to hear a very practical message called Chasten Through Suffering by Rex Bullock.
3: My eyes are fixed on you, O oh Lord. Your loving face I see, I set my heart, hard after you, I'll follow you faithfully, each weight I lay aside, by grace I
0: Songwriter Fanny Crosby went blind when she was six years old. When Fanny was suffering from a common cold and inflamed eyes, a family friend urged the use of hot poultices on her eyes. It destroyed her sight. So unnecessarily. Fanny Crosby later wrote about that difficult experience. She said, "'I have not for a moment in more than eighty-five years.' felt a spark of resentment against him, because I have always believed from my youth to this very moment that the good Lord, in his infinite mercy by this means, consecrated me to the work that I am still permitted to do. Of course, you know Fanny Crosby as that great songwriter, When you sing songs like, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. That came from the pen of Fanny Crosby. But you know, even at nine years old, when others were out playing, she was penning songs. She was writing verse in her blind condition. This is what she penned. Even at an early age, oh, what a happy soul I am, although I cannot see. I am resolved that in this world contented I will be. How many blessings I enjoy that other people don't. To weep or sigh because I'm blind, I cannot, nor I won't. Isn't that powerful? Now, Fanny Crosby accepted her blindness as a gift from God. If God exempted Christians from suffering, pastors could stop preaching and lay people could stop witnessing. Non-believers would just flock to the church if Christianity were an insurance policy escape from pain. But no spiritual decision exempts us from suffering. No, we have to go through it. Some people may turn to God based on promises such as, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health. I love that verse, I thank God for that verse. But they soon learn that God doesn't promise us a rose garden. Instead, God gives us grace to survive when we find ourselves in very dry places desert places, dried out pastures, if you please. Oh, I like to think of the prospering aspect. I love all that. But I also know that God speaks in the midst of suffering. He talks to us in the midst of pain. One aspect of suffering can be chastening. You see, Revelation 3.19 says, As many as I love, I chasten." Gideon was chastened through suffering. God allowed the Midianites, fierce nomads who lived east of the Jordan River, to conquer his people because they had worshipped false gods. Gideon had to thresh grain secretly in a wine press. That's a large square pit in the ground because the Midianites would raid the camp if they saw the telltale dust of threshing. Well, As Gideon was threshing, a stranger announced, "'The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor!' (laughs) Gideon's response was probably much like ours might have been. "'It doesn't look like the Lord is with me. Here I am, down in this pit in the ground, threshing grain. I'm secretly beating out a harvest alone. I don't think the Lord's anywhere to be found.' Our nation is hungry, it's humiliated, it's enslaved. The Midianites have practically wiped us out. Well, Gideon must have felt that way. He must have thought, boy, the false worship has invaded the land, and here we are. Why in the world all this suffering? Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever wondered why? Why? What is God doing? Why am I going through this? Lots of things in our lives make us ask why. Maybe it's your husband or your wife who has walked out on you. I just picked up my telephone last night to the urgent cry of a woman who said, when I came home from work, he was gone. That's been days ago. I haven't heard from him. I don't know what's happening. He's gone. Well, the upshot of it was, he simply walked out of her life and said, I don't want you anymore. Maybe, maybe it's a teenager hooked on drugs, and you're asking why. We've all felt the panic, the sick feeling, the fear that we may not be up to the pressure. Now, I find it interesting that the angel of the Lord met Gideon as he was threshing grain. The Romans call the threshing instrument a tribulum because it worked by putting pressure on the grain. Tribulaire, to press. There, there that instrument was pressing against the grain, cutting it. Do you know that's the source of our word Tribulation. God often uses the pressure of tribulation, the pressure of tribulation to separate the chaff from the wheat in our lives, to eliminate selfish desires and let our godly attributes grow. Now, suffering can be the consequence of sin at times, but at times it's God's way of bringing us back to himself. What do you think God had in mind for Gideon? His answer was, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? You see, God had chosen Gideon as his instrument to change the situation and to accomplish his work. Gideon was overwhelmed by the task. He apparently thought, Our situation is impossible. I can't change it. But God's answer was a command to action, an order to get on with the job. And you know what? Soon Israel experienced supernatural victory as Gideon's army defeated the Midianites. You know the story. There have been times in my life when God allowed me to experience suffering. Looking back, I realized that those valleys were times of priceless fellowship and real learning. Those times helped me to learn that chastening is a sign of God's love. So I say to you, if you're going through suffering right now, remember that God can use even our suffering for His good and for ours. Would you join me in prayer right now? maybe you're going through something that seems impossible and you're asking why and you're suffering. Maybe God would like to work in your life in an unusual way, in a way that you don't even fully realize at this point. Our Father, I I just thank you for the fact that you are at work. We can't see it. We don't even know the whole story but you do. And in the midst of our pain, and in, in the midst of our suffering, you are still at work. And you're doing a mighty work, and we praise you, God. And I'm asking just now that you will have your way in the lives of this one and this one, and this one over here, and that person that one whose spouse walked out on her, that one whose child is far from God and is rebelling and there's deep pain. Oh, Father, help us to be able to lean on you. Help us to be able to trust you. Help us to be able to give you the glory. And I pray that in all of this, you'll have your way and you will do a great and mighty thing today. And we're going to praise you and honor you. Thank you. Amen and amen. Say, my friend, don't forget the Book of Hope. We have it especially for you. You'll love it, and I want you to have it just now. So write and ask for it or call our toll-free telephone number and say, be sure to share your prayer request during this month. That's so vitally important. I need to hear from you Your letter is that two-way communication that lets us know that you really are there and that you're a partner in this ministry. The telephone number is 1-800-783-3297, and I'll be looking forward to hear from you. And here's Joe Alcorn in closing with our address. Bye now. Thank you very much, Rex, for that
1: challenging message. Well, in the last few seconds of our broadcast listening friend, may I remind you once again about ordering the Book of Hope as you share a loved gift with Dayspring. Our mailing address, and it's a new address, please make note of it. Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon 97238. That's P.O. Box 56300, Portland, Oregon 97238. And to order by phone, dial toll-free 1-800-783-DAYS, 1-800-783-DAYS. Well, I hope you'll join us again next week as Rex comes to the microphone with another challenging message. Please join us. And now on behalf of all of us here at Dayspring, goodbye until next week at this same time.